Happy Wednesday when this is uploaded. We are the greatest podcast on turf back with our top 20 ranked fantasy football quarterbacks. We each made our list, put it in a Microsoft Excel document, made an average, and we're going to give you guys our consensus fantasy football quarterback rankings. With that being said, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Be sure to check out all of our other fantasy football content. We are the most accurate fantasy football content creators on the map, on the map, on the app. Um, <laughs> and on the map. And on the map. Um, and yeah, with that being said, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us on all platforms. We just dropped some new merch, actually. Phone cases, coffee mugs, long sleeve shirts, and hats. We're big hat guys. We just dropped some hats for you guys, so be sure to cop some hats and phone cases and whatever you may do. Um, and with all that being said, we're going to give you guys a quick word from our sponsor before we get into it. Little Italy Pizzeria, they got the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations, one of those in Middletown, Delaware. The other one is in Townsend. It is a great family business, so great food, great people, great prices. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on turf sent you. They will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed and that you listen to us, and they will hook you up with an additional discount. Absolutely, and if you're in the Delaware area for football season, be on the lookout for the greatest podcast on turf Sundays at Little Italy Pizzeria. More details on that coming soon. Um, and we just picked up another sponsor as well in the talks of it. So we're going to be do having more sponsors pretty soon. Um, and with all that being said, you ready? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Um, start off, number one, we both had this guy at our number one quarterback. Yep. Not much of a surprise there. It is Josh Allen. Um, he really does it all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's probably a QB1 last season. Yeah, he was QB1 last season. Um, great consistency. He was always about in the top ten. In terms of quarterback ratings, he had a couple bad games. When he plays against New England, you might be a little bit worried about him. Um, but other than that, he's giving you 20 points a week, you know, pretty much. He can also run the ball, which is a huge thing yeah. for fantasy quarterbacks. Josh Allen, he's on an emerging offense with Stephon Diggs, who's top 10, top 5, however you want to look at it. Gabriel Davis, who is potentially emerging. Um, some fantasy experts believe so. Dawson Knox, who's a pretty safe red zone target. A running game that doesn't really work, so they have to pass the ball a good bit. You can't go wrong with Josh, or drafting Josh Allen, um, especially if you're in a two quarterback league, a single oh quarterback. God, yeah. I'd probably you know lean away a little bit, but yeah, Josh Allen's a stud. Yeah, just the fact that Josh Allen may be getting drafted a little too early in single quarterback leagues. Yeah, um, but if you're in a 32 man league, I would not steer away from drafting this guy first overall. That's just me, though, but not Josh Allen. Ryan pretty much said it all. Josh Allen, he's a stud. He can throw the – we all know that guy has an absolute hose. He has that run-in-the-ball threat. He is pretty much the only Buffalo Bills running game. They try and get Devin Singletary going, and maybe they're going to try and get James Cook going. But we all know how that's worked out in the past. Their running game has been Josh Allen, and it's worked out for him. He is probably their primary red zone target. He can do it on a run. He can scramble. He's behind a good offensive line. So, I mean, Josh Allen, he's number one for a reason, and he was our consensus number one. Our number two quarterback that we got, it is Patrick Mahomes. Um, I personally had him at number four. Anthony had him at number two. two. It's Patrick Mahomes. There's not a lot that we can really say for these guys because, well, it's Josh Allen and it's Patrick Mahomes. I think yeah. Patrick Mahomes does struggle a little bit more this year because you're not going to see a lot of um, – or as much of the 70-yard touchdowns that Tyreek Hill was giving them. Yeah. Uh, they still have tons of weapons, and Patrick Mahomes is still a stud. I personally had him falling back a little bit 
and I could see him falling back a little bit more. Um, but I had him at four, a modest four. No, I mean, I think he'll be fine. I mean, four is respectable. I think he still finishes top four. Two may have been a little generous, but no, I think Pat Mahomes will be fine. He still has Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in all of football. He has some other solid, he has some serviceable receivers with him. And I think the big part of the Chiefs offense this year is they're finally going to get a run game going. They bought in Ronald Jones for that reason. Ronald Jones, who we'll talk about next week more, he's one of my deeper sleep sleeper fantasy running backs. Um, but I think the Chiefs are going to try and steer away this year from being a pass-heavy offense to running the ball a little more, to setting up the play-action game, setting up them deep shots to Sky Moore, to MVS down the field. Uh, so I think we're going to see a different Chiefs offense that we've seen just because the Tyreek Hill is a really, really big loss. Tyreek Hill is arguably the best receiver in the NFL. It's a big loss. But I think the Chiefs will be fine. I think Pat Mahomes will be fine. He's another guy who's also kind of a sleeper with get, being able to run the ball a little bit. He is no Josh Allen, but he can get some yards on the ground if he needs to. But I think a, set, a number two fantasy football quarterback finish for Pat Mahomes is fine. Which leads us to our number three, which would be Justin Herbert, I guess. Ryan had him ranked at three. I had him ranked at four. It's our consensus three. Justin Herbert, he's a lot of people's favorites to win MVP this year. I mean, they have a, they pretty much have the same offense as last year. They helped out the offensive line a little bit. They would bring in Zion Johnson, which helps a lot. Pretty much the same receivers, though. I mean, we all know what we're going to get from Justin Herbert in the Chargers offense. We saw it last year. Justin Herbert is another guy that, like Josh Allen, that is not afraid to let the ball loose, to get it going in the air. He's got Keenan Allen, who's a safe, short-target guy. Mike Williams is poised for a big year again for some reason. I don't see it. But Mike Williams is a lot of people's fantasy lover this year. I don't see it, but we know what we're going to get from Justin Herbert. They like to get Austin Eckler going in the passing game. And just the Chargers, they're an explosive offense. They're fun to watch. And the biggest thing is, look at look who's in their division. They're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to be in a lot of tight games, a lot of big shootouts. Yeah, the defenses in the division are good with the Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos, but the offenses are just as good. So Justin Herbert's probably going to be throwing the ball at least 20, 30 times a game. And he has a good tight end this year, too, in Gerald Everett, which is another sleeper tight end this year. He was Justin Herbert looked for Jared Cook so much last year, and Jared Cook just sucks. Jared Cook was terrible. Justin Herbert is a look for him to be a top three fantasy football quarterback this year in a heavy division. They have a, they have a pretty tough schedule, too, so they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. That's why I had Justin Herbert as my number four guy. Yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert last year, he finished the year off really strong. We saw him getting better as the season progressed. Uh, he finished last eight or so weeks. He finished as QB 1, 6, 3, 6, 5, 9, 12, and 2. Averaged 22 fantasy points a game. I think he's just going to get better as he, um, I guess, keeps progressing in life. That makes sense? Um, yeah. They got him a center. Mike Williams is emerging. He's getting even better. Keenan Allen is getting up there of age, but he's still in his prime. He's still going to give you a couple good years left. Uh, Austin Eckler is a PPR running back that Justin Herbert can just dump the ball off to and it will you know it'll help him out a lot yeah Herbert doesn't have the running ability that some of these other guys do um which kind of brings them back a little bit but on this offense you know playing against the Chiefs twice a year the Raiders twice a year you kind of have to give him some respect yeah. I mean I'm looking at his games last year and there's a whole lot of green not a lot of red so was there one red and that was his first games? week yeah um so, yeah, Justin Herbert's going to give you pretty good numbers. 
like I said, he averaged 22 last season, so that's real solid and definitely can't go wrong with him. Yeah. Who we got next? Jalen Hurts. I had him at six. Anthony had him at three. I believe he finished at six last year. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's going to be fine. It was I had him last year in fantasy, so he kind of worried me a little bit of some of the stuff that I saw. Um, it was a lot of, like, all of his things happened in the fourth quarter sometimes. Yeah, a lot of garbage time points. Um, but, I, I mean, dude was super consistent all year. Yeah. 6, 10, 10, 4, 7, 5, 6. He really only had, four, I'd argue, three, three bad games. games. Yeah. Uh, Detroit got him. <laughs> Detroit, the Giants, and Washington got him. Surprisingly, somehow. Didn't they get killed by Detroit? Um, no, they won 44-6. to six. Oh. They killed Detroit, and then that's what killed oh. him from doing anything good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, finished the year as a QB9. Respectable. He averaged about 28, 20.8 uh, points. In terms of rushing, he was a stud rushing the ball, too. Yeah. Um, about 52 rushing yards a game. So that's a pretty safe floor for Jalen Hurts. I just don't think that A.J. Brown's going to skyrocket him into the top three. I think he's going to be just as good as he was last year, which he was a stud, um, but I have him at 5-6. No, that's fair, and I can see why you'd say that, but I just think that, I mean, you guys know I'm the biggest Philadelphia Eagles hater in history, but I don't know. They did the offseason right. They got A.J. Brown. They have Devontae Smith come back. They got Miles Sanders coming back. Kenneth Gainwell's second year. And this is Jalen Hurts' prove-it year. Um, I was not on the Jalen Hurts hype train, and I don't know what really did it to me, but I'm on the Eagles hype train now. I would not be surprised if the Eagles go out and win like three, four, five games. That like wouldn't surprise me, and it wouldn't phase me, but I think Jalen Hurts in for a big year. He does it running the ball. He's in a comfortable Eagles offense where the play calling was better than we've seen it in years past, and I think that with this year being Jalen Hurts' prove-it year and with kind of the whole Eagles team, they're getting older, they're – they have a lot of old pieces. They have a lot of money. These guys only have a couple years left. They revamped their defense. Hassan Reddick, N'Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis. And like I said, I think that I think Jalen Hurts will be fine. He has that rushing ability. He's got the passing ability. He may not be the most accurate, but that comes with time. And he has better weapons now that Jalen Rager isn't his receiver too. Now he's got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. With Dallas Goddard, with a solid running game, with a better offensive line than they had last year. So I think Jalen Hurts will be fine, and I think he could easily finish as a top three fantasy football quarterback this year. Uh, next up, at number five, we have Lamar Jackson. We both had him at five, actually. Yeah. And Lamar, he was pretty good last year. Um, Pretty bad at times, but pretty good overall. The Ravens just had a tough year last year. That's what it yeah. was. I mean, they... He averaged about 20 points a game. He finished as a QB 15. He missed the good bit of games when he was Lamar Jackson he was still a top three top five fantasy quarterback really the only red flag I have of the Ravens is you know the team you just kind of have to monitor that throughout training camp to see Lamar Jackson is a player that you want personally I could see myself drafting him um if people are sleeping on him which I think some will be if he's available in the seventh or eighth round I think I would probably be uh, looking at Lamar Jackson because yeah. he has weak winning upside. He is the best rushing quarterback in fantasy football. He is probably the only quarterback that's that can get you 100, uh, 110 rushing yards, and that's huge as a quarterback. Yeah. He can get you rushing touchdowns. He's probably the only quarterback that can get you 40 points. Um, him, Josh Allen, Mahomes maybe can get you 40 points. Not many guys can do it, but Lamar Jackson can. Um, 
So yeah, Lamar Jackson is my QB5. Really just have to monitor the situation of Ronnie Stanley, uh, his running backs, and yeah. just throw the entire team because they are banged up. But if the offensive line gets back right, I'd be drafted in Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the Ravens will be fine. The Ravens are one of those teams like the Steelers, like the Patriots, that will always be able to scrap out at least seven, eight, nine wins despite the injuries. And it sounds like they're going to try and revert back to their offense how it was in 2019 when Mark Andrews had his breakout year, when Lamar was winning MVP, and when they were just pounding the rock and running the ball really well. They're getting their two-star running backs healthy. Their biggest problem was injuries on the defensive side of the ball and the injuries in their running back room. Their running backs through all last season was Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman. And when you are a primarily run-heavy offense... When that's all you do. When literally your offense is built around running the ball and re-options and dump passes to your tight end, that sucks. I mean, now they're getting Gus Edwards back and J.K. Dobbins. Guys, coming off of ACL injuries and running backs' track records for coming back off of ACL or knee injuries in general isn't very good. But with the Ravens' offense, they helped out their offensive line. They bought in the best center in the draft, Tyler Linderbaum, which is a big help. But like Ryan said, just monitor the Ronnie Stanley situation and the running back situation. But Lamar Jackson has top three fantasy football quarterback upside just to his ability to run the ball. He's top one upside. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, it sounds like they're going to try and revert back to their old offensive ways and pounding the rock, running read options, and getting Lamar in open field and creating space for these running backs. Which the Ravens have had massive success before. They've made the playoffs. They've blown teams out. So I think Lamar 5 is, I think that's about perfect for him. And he, uh, like Ryan said, he has top one upside. Who do we got next? Kyler Murray. Probably our biggest discrepancy. Yeah. I have him at 2. And he has him at 9. nine. Yeah, um, Kyler Murray, I have him a little bit. I could see him why you put him at 2. I really can see it. I just don't. He did just get paid. But I just think that him without DeAndre Hopkins, it's kind of a big blow. I mean, I'm not sure exact numbers what he did without D-Hop last year, but I know the Cardinals as a team didn't do as well when they lost D-Hop. But he does have his college teammate, Hollywood Brown, back. He does have Zach Ertz. He does have James Conner. I'm just not sure what we're going to see from Kyler Murray through the first, what is it, six to eight weeks DeAndre Hopkins is out. Although, we did just see that that – drug test but was it like a false positive or some shit that's what he claims claims it was a false positive so um keep an eye on that situation if deandre hopkins is back for week one and not suspended that probably will change my opinion on kyler a little bit but the upside of kyler is definitely there i mean i drafted kyler and what i don't remember what round i got him in. i had an early fantasy draft in one of my leagues but no i mean kyler definitely has top five top ten upside Nine was a little bit harsh on my end just because I don't know if I'm the biggest Kyler guy yet. But, I mean, he'll be fine. He's got Hollywood Brown. He's got Zach Ertz. He has DeAndre Hopkins in a couple weeks. And it's his proving year as well. With Cliff Kingsbury, I think they'll be fine. Kyler Murray at nine, it's respectable. But he has high, He has top five, top two upside that Ryan has him. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray could be one of those guys that finishes as a QB1. We've seen him do it before. He's one of the guys that can get you 35, 40 points in fantasy. Last year, he started out on an absolute tear until he got hurt against the Green Bay Packers. Um, he did play most of the game, but he still got banged up. Then had a couple games off. You know, he came back hot against Chicago. He finished as the QB 10. You know, he averaged 22 fantasy points a game. 
Kyler Murray, he's going to save you with his rushing ability. He's going to get you 20, 30, 40, 50 rushing yards a game yeah, even. He can least. get you those rushing touchdowns. He has two rushing touchdowns. You know, he had that in the game against Chicago. They're not afraid to let him run around the goal line, which is a good thing for fantasy purposes. He got his money. He got his college receiver. Like Anthony said, this is kind of a proving year for him. Um, I think he's gotten better each year. The team, if you look at the record, has gotten better each year. DeAndre Hopkins, that is going to hurt him a little bit. But, you know, I'd still stick it out. This Cardinals offense is going to be a fast tempo. Um, yeah. They're going to, you know, probably have to score a decent amount of points because the defense isn't all that. They're going to be on the field a lot. They're going to be calling a lot of plays. Um, so, yeah, I would be buying into this Cardinals offense, and I would be buying into Kyler Murray. I can see that. Next up. Joey Burrow. Joe Burrow, our consensus number seven. I had him at seven. Anthony had him at six. Six. Yeah, Joe Burrow, he's a guy. You know what you're going to get from him. He can run the ball if he needs to, but he's not like a Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray kind of guy. He had, he had a great year last year. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. I don't remember who their tight end is. They let go of C.J. Uzama and bought in somebody. But th- that offense eats. That offense is like a perfectly run offense. You can't you can't argue there's too many mouths to feed, but they made it work. Joe Mixon was a top 10 running back last year. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, in my opinion, are both top 10, 12 receivers this year for fantasy football. And in general, they're a... In offense where they can run the ball well, where Hayden they can pass. Hurst, I think. Hayden Hurst, okay. Where they can run the ball well, where they can pass the ball well. This is an offense that flows very well. Zach Taylor did it right. Second year, I mean, Joe Burrow coming off the ACL, they go out, win the Super Bowl. I do think their offense takes a step back from they last year. They went out and lose the Super Bowl. They went out and lose the Super Bowl, sorry. They went out and made the Super Bowl is what I was thinking. I do think their offense takes a step back this year. I don't think Jamar Chase has another godly year. I think teams are going to be able to figure the Bengals out pretty well. But Joe Burrow still in for a solid fantasy year. He runs the ball every now and then. He throws a lot of touchdowns, and they throw the ball a lot. Even the Joe Mixon, Samaje P. Ryan, they like to throw the ball to the running backs. So that's good. Joe Burrow has upside. The Bengals do have a tough schedule, but, I mean, you could pretty much say that for the whole AFC. The whole AFC is going to be throwing the ball a lot this year just because there's a lot of good offenses. And, yeah, the defenses are good, but the offenses are just better. So, I mean, Joe Burrow, I had him at, what, six or five? You had him at six. I had him at six. I mean, that's about right for Joe Burrow with the rushing upside that he can bring every now and then and with the passing upside with the amount of times they throw the ball a game and with the amount of passing yards they get a game. I'm kind of the opposite um, on some of the things that he said. I had Joe Burrow at seven. I could see him being higher. If Joe Burrow had, you know, a set of legs under him, he would be top three in my opinion. But Joe Burrow, I don't think anybody, I don't think they're just going to figure out the Cincinnati Bengals offense. I don't think they're going to take a step back. I think they take another step forward with the offensive line that they brought in. I don't think they need Jamar Chase to be, you know, top three wide receiver in football because I think T. Higgins takes another step forward. I could see both of these guys being top, you know, top 12 receivers. I could see if there's a team that will do it, I could see it being the Bengals. The team does it pretty much every year where they produce two you know, top 15 or so receivers. I think the Bengals should be the front runners in that. And when you have two stud receivers like that and a top yeah. 10 offensive line, you want to invest in the quarterback. Uh, so Joe Burrow, I would definitely be looking at him. If you're in like a a touchdown premium type of thing, I would be high on Joe Burrow. Yeah. But like the standard um, four points, you know, he just doesn't rush as much as like a Lamar, Kyler Murray. So that's kind of yeah. why he's back there a little bit. 
But if you rewarded like touchdowns more than the average league, I would be looking at Joe Burrow a pretty decent bit. That's what I was telling my dad. He plays like a, I think it's like six or eight points for passing touchdowns. So that's why yeah. I'm like, got to get these guys. Justin Herbert's Joe Burrow's of the world. Um, next up, number eight. God Brady. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. I have him at eight. Anthony has him at seven. seven. Our consensus eight. Tom Brady. People seem to be worried about the Bucks a little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't see why. I mean, Tom Brady, he's got Mike Evans, who's a top 10 fantasy receiver every year. Mike Evans is good for 10 touchdowns, 1,000 yards every year. That's literally like what he, Mike Evans does every year. If you look at his numbers, especially for fantasy, he gives you 10 touchdowns, at least 1,000 yards a year. I don't think that changes this year. Um, the biggest blow to this Bucks offense, though, was Chris Godwin. That was He was arguably Tom Brady's favorite weapon. We don't really know a timeable return when he's going to come back, so that hurts a little bit, but they'll be fine. They bought Leonard Fournette back, which I'm not worried about at all. I think that's just getting blown out of proportion. He'll be fine. He was a top three pass-catching running back in the league last year, and now he's not going to be fighting Ronald Jones for touches. So as long as he can hold on to the football, he'll be fine. Mike Evans will be fine. Tom Brady has done better with a lot worse teams in New England with a lot worse weapons. Um, the offensive line's fine. Yeah, they had a couple big losses, but they bought in Shaq Mason. They still have Tristan Wirfs. Pretty sure they still have Ryan Jensen. Um, or did they? Which offensive lineman did they lose? I know they lost Ali Marpet. They lost. I think that was just Marpet. Okay, so yeah, they'll be fine. Tom Brady's got his guys. They're gonna run it back. Tom Brady's not gonna go out on a losing season. The Bucks are gonna go out this year, win a Super Bowl. Tom Brady is a pretty safe option for a quarterback if you're in the ninth to twelfth round range, and Tom Brady's there. Take a shot on him. He's consistent every year. He finishes his top 10 fantasy quarterback every year at least. And Tom Brady is just the definition of good quarterback. We all know what you know what you're going to get from Tom Brady. Passing yards and passing touchdowns. Yeah, Brady finished as the QB3 last year. Uh, he was on offense that threw the ball more than any other offense in football. You have Mike Evans. They are, The team probably is going to take a little step back offensively with Chris Godwin banged up. No more Rob Gronkowski. Um... You know, Kyle Rudolph is not Rob Gronkowski. They so got Cam Bray, bro. We'll be fine. They're going to take, like, a slight step back, but Tom Brady's still locked in as a top-ten quarterback, yeah. in my, you know, personal opinion. I would be drafting Tom Brady if he fell to me. I like running quarterbacks, and I like, you know, drafting QBs late, but if Tom Brady happened to fall, they're – he's a definitely a fine candidate. Tom Brady and Mike Evans kind of carried me in the standard league where I had Najee Harris and Aaron Jones. Yeah. That fair. was a terrible – it was my – that was such a bad league. Um, league <laughs> Russell Wilson, next up. I have him at nine. Anthony has him at eight. I mean, it's Russell Wilson. It's kind of hard to rank him a little bit because he literally didn't do anything last season. Um, yeah, and he's also joining a new team. So, I mean, you really can only look at, like, potential. Because, I mean, if you go off last year, you're not going to get what you got last year because he was injured and he had, like, the worst season of his career. But he did still, like, show flashes that he could – Yeah. Like I mean, he still had a couple 20-point games. He averaged about 17, which isn't horrible. But there was definitely some Russell like games that you were like, what the hell is going on? Like, Is Russell Wilson done? Personally, I don't think yeah. he is. Um, I ain't buying into that at all. He'll be fine on Denver. He yeah. has weapons. Um, he has weapons. He has a better offensive line than he's ever had in Seattle. Probably. <laughs> I mean, he's got better running backs. I mean, he's got two stud running backs in Javante and Melvin Gordon. Receivers aren't as good. Receivers probably aren't as good, but I mean, I mean DK Metcalf and D 
DK Metcalf is probably just a better Cortland side. And you could argue Jerry Judy and Tyler Lockett. Jerry Judy's just Tyler Lockett, but hasn't put up the numbers yet. They'll be fine. They have four stud receivers, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and K.J. Hamler. He has a good offensive line, two stud, two stud running backs in Javante and Melvin Gordon. I think they'll be fine, personally, you, although we don't know what we're going to get. This is Russell Wilson's first year that we're not seeing him with Seattle. But Russell Wilson, he has another rushing upside. He can make flashy plays. If he is under pressure, he can break some sacks, make a throw on the run, make a flashy play, which is good in this offense. But I think this Broncos offense is just going to flow really well. He's finally has a complete offense, good offensive line, good weapons. I mean, I think you – and I, I just think – I'm not going to say that's stupid. I think Russell Wilson will be fine this year. Top 10 quarterback, I feel like all the years he's been – I mean, don't quote me on this, but – He's been around there. He's been about top 10 every year. He's been healthy and had a solid team. So he'll be fine. He's in a new team, like I said. So, yeah, there's that. He's in a tough division, so they're probably going to throw the ball a lot. Playing the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers six games out of the year total. But now Russell Wilson at, what, six, eight do we have him? He'll be fine. Nine. Nine. He'll be fine. Um, Next up, number 10, Dak Prescott. Throws the ball a shit ton once again. <laughs> um, average is about... 37 attempts a game. That's a, that's Jesus a, Christ. Brady was about the same. Um, okay. That's no, but Brady threw a shit ton also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were. I think they were 1-2. and two. Uh, Dak finished as QB7. It's Dak. You know, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, they're just going to throw the ball a shit ton. And it's, that's really like all that you can kind of base it off of. He might take a, like a slight step back with the Mari Cooper being out. I don't really think so, though. Nah, I, I think they're just going to throw the ball around the yard. Um, yeah. Maybe, probably not win a bunch of games. Huh. Sure. Granted. You know, they might not be the best team in football. but They uh, can hang, though. They can, they can, he can throw the ball around the yard because yeah. that's, you know, that's what we do. Um, the Dallas Cowboy way. Yeah. We don't run the ball anymore. So. Yeah. Next up. Matt Stafford. Uh, Ryan had him at 12. I had him at 11. You know what you're going to get from Matt Stafford. He went out won the Super Bowl his first year with a good team. They got Allen Robinson to replace Odell. Um, Odell produced. They have Cooper Cup, who's coming off the greatest year of his life. I think the Rams will be fine. They're going to go out there and try and run it back this year. They paid Aaron Donald. They think they can run it back. They're good enough to probably go out there and give some competition, run it back. Defense took a step back, but that has nothing to do with Matt Stafford. They got Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Cooper Cup, Sony Michelle. Not Sony Michelle. I don't know why I said that. Allen Robinson. The Rams are a team that they'll be fine. Matt Stafford will go out there. He will throw the ball a lot. He will run the play-action game. He will take a deep shot to Van Jefferson every now and then. He will find Cooper Cup wide open. He will <laughs> throw the ball to Allen Robinson. That me off so much. He will find Cooper Cup wide open because defenses just decide not to cover Cooper Cup when it matters most, like the Bucks, like the oh like the Bengals in the Super Bowl. So you got that. Matt Stafford will be fine. I was right about him. Ryan was wrong about him last year. So Matt Stafford about top 11, top 12. is about perfect for him. Uh, next up, Trey Lance, our Another number 12. big difference for us. I had him at 11. Anthony had him at 15. Trey Lance, I think you can see a Jalen Hurts here um, in which he might not be that good of a quarterback, sure. But he can run the hell out of the ball. Uh, yeah. Trey Lance last year, I played two games, and I'm pretty sure both of those games he – had a shit ton of rushing yards, um, and he like did really good. Like Seattle, he came in, I think like halfway, and still put up, you know, twenty fantasy points. He only threw the ball eighteen times. When he came in, he ran the ball, forty-one rushing yards and eighty-nine rushing yards. That's really like what we're looking for. Yeah. And 
like a fantasy football steal type of quarterback. Trey Lance, if he gets the keys to the offense, he gets the build-up chemistry. You know, if he gives me 50 rushing yards a game, I don't see him not being, you know, top 12. I just don't see it. I just worry a little bit. I mean, there's there's always mixed – there's been mixed reports since day one. I just don't know if – I mean, we don't know what we're going to get from Debo Samuel either. He was a major part in that 49ers success last year with him playing that hybrid role. They always shuffled the running backs. I mean, yes, Trey Lance obviously has the – here, I'll take it. Trey Lance obviously has the upside with the running ability. He proved it last year. I just don't know. He kind of worries me a little bit. Second-year quarterback, it'll be his first start. I could see him having a Jalen Hurts year two years ago, an up-and-down year. No, Jalen Hurts year last year. Oh. Murray ain't good, but he's still getting you points. That's fair. I can see that as well, but, I mean, I think 15's about right middle of the pack. I mean, he's definitely a late-round steal. If you can get he's going in, like, the, what, 10th, 11th, 12th round? Uh, in home leagues, he probably won't even be drafted. There you go. He's a sleeper quarterback, Trey Lance, this year. He just it worries me a little bit, just the reports out of camp, and I think the 49ers offense is going to take a step back this year. Next up, Derek Carr. Ryan's, is that 34 or 14? 14 in my 12th quarterback. Um, Derek Carr, another guy who's not afraid to throw the ball around the field. He got his college teammate, arguably the best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, with Josh McDaniels as a new head coach. Um, Josh McDaniels is notorious for making a dynamic offense. As we saw the success Rob Gronkowski had. Tom Brady was great, as always. Um, we saw how good the slot receivers were, which I think Hunter Renfro is in for a monster year. This is a team that is going to have to throw the ball a lot, again, because their defense is not very good. They have Max Crosby and... Chandler Jones, yeah. Other than that, they have a couple flashy young pieces. But they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. And I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. That's why they bought in Devontae Adams. That's why they bought in Josh McDaniels. That's why they have Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. This is a team that's going to be throwing the ball a lot. And Derek Carr is a quarterback that is getting drafted in the later rounds. So if you are looking for value at quarterback, if you're a guy like me or Ryan that likes to wait on a quarterback, wait till all the top guys go and then grab a – Derek Carr, Trey Lance, Matt Stafford, toward the middle, late, toward the later rounds, like the left 10th to 14th round. Derek Carr is going to be your guy, and Derek Carr has that upside to win you the week where he is not afraid to throw the ball. We saw they were in a lot of tight games last year, and Derek Carr was very, very good in those tight games. So look for a similar year this year to what Derek Carr has done before. Next up, we have Aaron Rodgers. Um, I had him at 15. Anthony had him at 14. It's really just, you know, they're going to probably take a slight step back. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more because they really don't have a number one target anymore. Rodgers is still a stud. Um, I don't know how happy I'd be with him on my fantasy team personally because I think there's going to be weeks where he's really bad. Yeah. Um, Just because I don't think they're going to care too much about scoring a lot of points. They're just going to – because their defense is one of – or they're yeah, they're, yeah, their defense yeah. is really good. So I'm not sure they're going to care too much. They're probably going to try to keep like Rodgers kind of fresh, um, just kind of spread the ball out with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon a lot. Uh, I have him at 15. Anthony has him at 14. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's really why we put him there, honestly. Yeah. But I wouldn't be too excited to have him. Now the thing about Rodgers is normally you know what you're going to get, but this is the first year that like in my remembrance especially going into fantasy, that he hasn't had a stud receiver. I mean, he's always had the Jordy Nelsons, the Donald Drivers, the Greg Jennings, the Devontae Adams of the world. Now, this year he's in an offense with Bob Tunyon, Alan Lazard, 
Christian Watson out of North Dakota State, and Randall Cobb. So, I mean, you really don't know what you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers. I personally would not be happy with Aaron Rodgers as my QB1 in fantasy. Like, I'd rather have a Derek Carr, a Trey Lance, a Matt Stafford, a Tom Brady, even the next guy we're going to talk about over an Aaron Rodgers this year in fantasy. But everybody's different. Ryan's a little higher on him than I am. But, that I mean, it's just it just comes down no, to personal No, you're higher opinion. on him than I am. Who, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. I'm not, did I have him higher than you? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's Aaron Rodgers. You know what you're going to get from him, but you don't know what you're going to get this year. Next up, Jameis Winston. Uh, I had him at 18. Anthony had him up at 13. Yeah. Jameis Winston, not afraid to throw the football. Yes. We know that. If you've watched any Jameis Winston, you know that he's not afraid to just throw the ball up and see what happens. Yes. He's got the weapons to do it. He's got Michael Thomas coming back. They bought in Chris Olave. They have Jarvis Landry. They have Alvin Kamara. Maybe. Maybe not the first six to eight weeks. We don't know. Um, but they have a new coach this year. That's the biggest thing. We've never seen a Saints team without Sean Payton. Um, I think, though, Jameis will be fine. I mean, he was okay in Tampa. Again, he's not afraid to throw the ball. He is coming off of an ACL injury. Kind of a red flag for a quarterback. But, now I think the Saints are going to go out there. The Saints feel as though they're a team that's ready to win now ready to compete. Their defense is really good. So you could be looking at a similar situation to Aaron Rodgers where they just put their defense on the field and not really care about what happens on offense and try to make a late playoff push. But this team has a lot of offensive weapons, and as long as they can stay healthy, I think that they'll be fine. I think Jameis is in for a solid fantasy year, another deep sleeper fantasy quarterback that you can grab in the later rounds or even in some home leagues won't get drafted. Like Jameis is a guy I feel like he's always been out there you need to stream a quarterback for the week. It's Jameis Winston. I personally would take the chance on Jameis Winston this year just because how high-powered the Saints offense could be. But that's just me banking on upside, so that's why I had Jameis at 13. Yeah, I had Jameis at 18. Um, if you told me that Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas would be 100% week one, I'd probably move him up a little higher. But it could be a very slow start for the Saints. Um, and that obviously is going to worry me a little bit for yeah. Jameis Winston. But he's definitely a good streamer quality guy. Uh, next up, Kirk Cousins. Hmm. I had him at 13. Anthony had him at 19. I think Anthony's being a little disrespectful to Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah, I am. Fantasy. I just hate Kirk Cousins. Fantasy well. ability. Um, Kirk Cousins usually finishes around 12 uh, in fantasy purposes. So it's kind of hard to draw him away for that, especially when the new head coach is going to throw the ball around the yard. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of like Kirk Cousins a decent bit in fantasy this year. I could see him finishing in the top 10 personally. Because I think they will throw the ball around the yard. I think Dalvin Cook steps up a big amount. I think Justin Jefferson can finish as a wide receiver one this year. I'm kind of buying into the Vikings offense a little bit <laughs> with this new head coach. Um, I like Kirk Cousins this year. You put Phillip Rivers on this team. Are you banking on Phillip Rivers? I'm banking on the fantasy appeal of Phillip Rivers, yes. Then same with Tony Romo. You put Tony Romo on this team, you're banking on the fantasy ability of Tony Romo? Yes. Interesting. Um, I, I'm just not a big Kirk Cousins guy. Um, yeah, sure, they're going to go out and throw the ball. Kirk Cousins is a guy that normally doesn't get drafted. Again, another one of them guys that if you need a quarterback, if your QB's on by, go ahead and grab Kirk Cousins. He's probably good for 15 to 20 fantasy points. They're going to throw the ball. Yeah, sure, I'm just not a Kirk Cousins guy. I'm going to see how far it takes me to go back to see him out of the top. There it is. He's been number 11 the last two years. Okay. And then number 13. 
Number five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I forgot about Kirk Cousins when I was making my list. I'm not going to lie. So I kind of just throw him in there. Um, yeah. good, for the, good for the Vikings. Um, next up, Tua. We both had him at 16, but he finished uh, as our consensus 17 because of just yeah. the way it works. <laughs> Tua. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Tua. He's going to be a great streaming quarterback, especially if they're going up against a bad defense. The offense is amazing. He has a lot of big play players. Um, all of his running backs can break a screen for a touchdown. Yeah. Both of his receivers can break a screen for a touchdown. Yeah. Tua, I think, can get you 20 points, especially against a bad defense. Uh, I would not be scared to stream Tua at all. Nah. Tua's one of the top guys that I would stream, actually. So, I think Tua's going to have a pretty good year this year, fantasy-wise. Um the Viking or the Miami <laughs> offense line is pretty good too. So, Tua, if you're in a two quarterback league, I would not be upset if yeah. you had him as your QB two at all. No, I mean Tua is a guy in a high powered offense with a lot of great playmakers around him. Another guy who you really just don't know what you're gonna get. I mean, yeah, Tua's just he's been average in the NFL so far. This is his first year with a solid team around him. So, I mean, this year, this will be a big year, especially for fantasy purposes, to see what he can do. But, no, nah, I mean, he's a great streamer ability. He has top 10 QB upside with the offense he has around him. Mike Jacecki, Cedric Wilson, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. They, with all the fast running backs they have, they have a very, very fast offense. It's just a matter of how good is Tua going to be and how much success is he going to have. Uh, next up, we got Matt Ryan. I had him at 17. Anthony had him at 18. Um, if Matt Ryan was on the Vikings, he'd be a lot higher. But eventually, unfortunately, he is a Colt, and I'm yep. just a little bit worried about how much this offense is going to try to move the ball. If that makes sense, I think they're going to kind of take an old school approach, which limits Matt Ryan a good little bit. But if Matt Ryan got in a shootout game, if he happened to play against the Chiefs or somebody of that caliber, I wouldn't be scared to stream him. He's going to be all right. He's going to be a good quarterback. Yeah. It's just a matter of I'm not sure what the offense is going to do. In terms of how urgency, how like fast they want to score. I don't think yeah. they're going to. They're not going to score from far. They're just going to be an efficient offense that moves kind of slow. Yeah, I mean that's fine, and that's what you bought Matt Ryan in to do. You bought him in to let Jonathan Taylor do his thing. Then if you needed to throw the ball, you have Michael Pittman, who's a stud, who is going to have a really, really big year with Matt Ryan. We'll talk about that in our receiver episode in a couple weeks. But now Matt Ryan wouldn't be afraid to stream Matt Ryan. They have a solid defense. Like Ryan said, it's just about efficiency. They're just going to go out there and play football. They're not going to try and go out and throw an 80-yard bomb the first play of the game. They're just going to go out. They're going to be a good, efficient offense. And, I mean, Matt Ryan, he's always been a serviceable quarterback. Probably not last two years because the Falcons blew. But he's on a really good Colts team now with a really good offensive coordinator with some solid pieces around him. So, I mean, I think Matt Ryan will be fine this year. He has upside. He can throw the ball, and he's not afraid to throw the ball either, which is good for fantasy. But now efficiency is the main word for to describe the Colts this year on offense. I think we just see a lot of 15- to 20-point games for Matt Ryan, kind of right down the middle type of player. Yeah. I don't think we ever see him above 25, and I don't think we ever see him below 5. This is yeah, going to be kind of mid. Um, two more? Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence – Number 19 consensus. We both had him at 20. Um, you know, he. there's two different ways that you can look at this. The first way is he is a Jacksonville Jaguar, and he's not going to be that good because of him being a Jacksonville Jaguar. That's kind of the ways that I look at it. 
The other way to look at it is more the optimistic side where he's a Jacksonville Jaguar, but he is an emerging star in the NFL, and he can finish a little bit higher than that. Um, If he does end up being an emerging star in the NFL, he could be top 15, but I think he's a Jacksonville Jaguar. So he's, he's going to 20 for me. It's It comes down to this. The Urban Meyer experiment sucked and failed. You have Doug Peterson, who's a great developing quarterback coach. I think Doug Peterson coming in with Trevor, they bought him in very early in the offseason, so they've had time to develop a relationship. Trevor Lawrence, I'm very high on Trevor Lawrence. He's a hard worker. He also has rushing ability. He does. He has the rushing upside, not like a Lamar Jackson rushing upside, but he's got like a probably say a little bit better than Joe Burrow. Like He can run a read option. Daniel Jones. Like a Daniel Jones, yes. Perfect way to explain it. They have um, Christian Kirk. <laughs> they have a bunch of receiver twos and threes on the team. They have – I think that their running back room is going to be a big part of the offense. As we've seen before in Doug Peterson coach teams, Travis Etienne's coming back healthy. James Robinson seems to be on track, ready to go. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence has upside to, like Ryan said, to finish top 12, 15. He's going to be, probably won't get drafted in most leagues, but he is going to be a solid streamer throughout fantasy football this year just because his running ability and because how I think the Jaguars are going to be solid this year. <laughs> that was an aggressive head turn. <laughs> I think the Jags are going to be good for seven, six, seven wins this year. Um. With Anyways. a couple weak winning weeks from Trevor. Have <laughs> <laughs> it off. Number 20, Baker Mayfield. And this is all because of Anthony. Yeah. I had him at 23. Anthony had him at 17. Baker, Baker, Baker. Yeah. I'm heavily invested in the Baker Mayfield. I see it. I have a lot riding on how good Baker can be. A lot of money into this. Um, but no, I think he'll be fine. Um he posted a pretty good hype video on Instagram yesterday. I'll, like, I'll let you watch it while I'm talking about it. I, I don't care. I, you I should watch it. I really don't care. Here, just watch. Here. Him, Macaral, PJ Walker, all them guys. Oh, I saw it. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. They'll be fine. Baker, he's. it's his job. I don't give a shit what they're saying. Sam Darnold probably won't be on the team. He'll probably get traded or get cut. Um, Baker's got DJ Moore, who's going to be a stud this year. Robbie Anderson can kiss my ass for all I care. Tommy Tremble had a solid end of last year. And Christian McCaffrey's back. They got E.K. McQuanu. This is a solid team around Baker. Now, Baker just has to go out and be smart and do his thing. They'll be fine as long as they can stay healthy. They'll be a competitive team. Baker is a stud. Uh, he has – he as long as Baker can go out and just do his thing and be efficient and not do stupid shit – He'll be fine. And I think that he is at a point of his career now where he can't go out there and do stupid shit. He's going to go out there, be efficient, dump the ball to Christian McCaffrey, hit DJ Moore on a slant or a dragon, let him do his thing, and he's just going to be efficient. The Panthers will be fine. They're going to go blow Cleveland out week one, and Baker Mayfield is going to make me a lot of money because I'm going to sell all those rookie cards I have. Um, But, yeah, Baker at 17, I think it's about right for him. About the 12 to 15, 17 range is where I can see Baker finishing this year. And I I think he's in for a good year. I think Carolina's a really good fit for him. Yeah, and to finish it off, just going to give a couple guys that, you know, you can be looking at in a QB, like two QB league as a QB three type of thing. Davis Mills, uh, he's not getting any respect at all, really. Not anymore. You know, like if 
He's in the worst situation, and he arguably did the best of the rookie quarterbacks last say year. He was arguably um, the best last year. Zach Wilson in the second half, I think he could step up yeah. after that horrible start of the after schedule. They start out. Um, Mac Jones will be right down the middle for you, kind of Jared just Goff, average. Another guy. I could see Jared Goff being all right. Um, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, guys like that. Stay away from the Justin Fields. I had him kind of high because he can run the ball, but he's bad weeks of Justin Fields are going to be really bad weeks. Like of Justin five Fields. points. Yes, uh, probably stay away from Mariota. Definitely, probably. Tannehill, Carson Wentz. Yeah, probably stay away from Tannehill, Carson Wentz. I'd even stay away from Trevor, just because he's a Jaguar. I wouldn't. No disrespect to him, but he's a Jaguar. <laughs> That's fair. But um, um, Drew Locke, probably stay away. Uh, the Steelers, stay away. Um, any Steeler on offense that's not Najee Harris, I'm not touching this year. The Browns, stay away. Unless yeah. Watson is clear to go. I, I don't one. think Watson will um, But, yeah, that's all. That's our top 20 or so yes. quarterbacks. Watson obviously would have been on the list, but he probably isn't going to play in the NFL this year or maybe ever again. Um, but, yeah, um, if you guys enjoyed this, be sure to drop a thumbs up. If you guys are here to the end for the number one fantasy football analysis out there. Be sure to check out all their mock, other mock drafts. Follow us on TikTok. Where we upload almost every day, every other, every few days we upload on TikTok, hopefully we remember. And we will see you guys next week with another fantasy football mock draft and our top 25, 30 running backs. See ya. Peace.